0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Mainstream Boy, hosted by your pal, Jonathan, from Those Movie Dudes. This week, we're talking about two new release movies with our pal, Spencer. We have Spree, starring Steve from Stranger Things, and the Netflix release, Project Power, with Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. If those tickle your fancy, stick around. I was gonna ask you, Hello. you know, how, how your uh, how your weekend was, but I just have to decide to myself, do I actually care? Wow, not, okay. Not really. <laughs> Noted, <laughs> all right, fair enough. But but for the audience I guess you get no uh, answer. For you know, for the sake of the audience that's listening, how was your weekend?
1: It was good. It was busy, but nice, it was fun. I you had time it.
0: to watch watch the films? Oh, your cat just – did she just jump out of the window or did she jump onto your bed? She jumped back into the house, not, not the okay. other way around. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it was fine.
1: 50-50, I guess. I don't know if your window's open, but uh, it's that not. was kind of creepy. Not. Okay. Uh, yes, I did have time to watch both films. I actually stayed up a little late one night just to mm. watch uh, uh, this movie. It was literally like 2.45 in the morning. I'm like, all right, I'll just Holy watch shit. like the first 30 minutes of this, and then that way I only have like – an hour left to, at some point just to go back and finish it.
0: I think yeah. I did the same thing cuz I watched both movies back to back in one night.
1: Oh, okay, well then sometimes yeah. that's what you got to do. But you got to,
0: you know, sometimes, you know, you know to to make the people happy, you got to you got to <laughs> grind. You got to grind those happy. mainstream okay. films. Welcome back everybody to Mainstream Boy, you know, an extension of the Those Movie Dude's podcast, hosted by your pal Jonathan. We're here with Spencer yet again. I don't know if Nate's ever going to join us. He said that he would (laughs) join
1: if the movie is worth it. Uh, Fair, and And they're not... And, yeah, I don't blame him whatsoever because we have yet to get to a movie that's worth it, but... We're getting into Oscar season pretty soon. I think September looks huge in terms of, like, what's coming out. We got, like, Mulan. We got a new Charlie Kaufman movie. He was the one that directed Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And he's only – he made it on, uh, on Melissa. He has a movie coming out, like, the beginning of September. We have The Devil All the Time, like, Tom Holland movie. That comes out, like, September 18th. Dude, September is stacked. and I'm actually My dad actually sent me the it. trailer
0: for that Tom Holland movie, and I was like, oh, that's perfect for mainstream, boy. It looks
1: pretty cool. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think it's from the same director as Christine. I think this is his follow-up. I hope I it's could be completely wrong. a little bit
0: less depressing, but yeah. No, this oh. looks
1: pretty... De- oh, wow. Okay, way to be professional and not silence yourself And before the episode started. I, okay, it goes fine. off on,
0: like, every device. I, don't, I can't silence oh. all of them, you fucking asshole. Uh, Yeah, no, and I think if we had if we had chosen to start this podcast earlier in the year, there are definitely some 2020 movies like King of Staten Island or uh, Palm Springs that maybe we would have included. But, you know, I can't make every choice positive. I can't make every movie good. That's not really up to me. I'm just here to review them with you, Spencer.
1: And I'll join in when I can, but I have a lot of free time, so pretty often. Well,
0: so far you've watched pretty much every movie, so I, I appreciate it.
1: Let's talk about these movies.
0: Yeah. So why don't we get just get right into it? Uh, we had two films this week, one of which is uh 2020, obviously, film entitled Spree, which is more of a kind of a limited release, art housey, somewhat less mainstream film. But for the sake of mainstream, boy, we got to fill the space with something. So Spree and also Project Power, which came out on Netflix, uh, has Jamie Fox, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Kind of a superhero thriller type thing going on in New Orleans. Uh, definitely fits that mainstream niche zone for uh, for the podcast. So which one do you think you would like to start off with, Spencer? My friend Spencer, Spencer, Spencer.
1: Um, good question. The most mainstream one of the two is definitely Project Power. You know, it's like a $100 million Netflix original film. Yes. I don't know if the budget's that high. I hope it's not. Um. So I'd you say let's a, save that one for a bright last situation <laughs>
0: with Will Smith there. Maybe the... ninety million or yeah. something. Yeah, could be. Um, yeah.
1: I don't think it was the budget was that high. But uh, let's get Spree out of the way just because that was. Uh... Kind of the uh, more independent one of the group, um, but still stars Joe Keery from the uh, is that how you say his name or something? I don't know. Things? I just know
0: him as Steve from Stranger Things. I don't I don't yeah. care what his real name is. So Spree twenty twenty film uh, follows Kurt Kunkel, who is Steve from Stranger Things, also known as Joe Keery. Uh He plays a rideshare driver, thirsty for followers, has figured out a deadly plan to go viral as his disturbing live stream is absurdly embraced by the social media hellscape. A comedian emerges as the only hope to stop this rampage. So this movie is directed by Eugene Katalarenko. Weird last name. I believe this is pretty much one of his first movies. Uh, Has Joe Keery in it from Stranger Things. Sasha Zamata. And David Arquette, who's actually been in, you know, pretty much all the Scream movies, Bone Tomahawk. Uh, not the not the like most mainstream crazy cast, but it's got got some people in there. Fifty eight percent of Rotten Tomatoes, five point six on IMDb. Nothing too crazy, kind of middle ground there. Uh, no audience rating yet, so I don't really know if anybody's seen this. Um, it's available on VOD. So if you do want to watch a movie like this, then you can go ahead and download it on iTunes or uh, you know get a VPN, something like that. Spencer spree going into this film was there anything that seemed appealing to you or anything like something you know that was like okay yeah that seems like something i would like
1: you just took full control and i respect that i think that was just like a three minute monologue and uh well done good job oh thank you i'm just going off my notes i appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) all right um well yes spree so this one, it was a movie that was uh, in Sundance at the beginning of the year, and I usually follow fest- uh, festival circuits like Sundance and uh, Toronto International Film Festival and New York Film Festival just because that kind of lets you know what movies could be like in contention to the Oscars down the line, and usually those movies are in conversation a lot throughout the year. Uh, so it's always fun to follow that kind of news and seeing that this one was coming out of Sundance and it had some positive reviews. And I remember even watching a like uh, interview with the director and Joe Keery about like the making of the movie. And I remember hearing the premise and like hearing how they shot it. I mean, like this seems so weird and bizarre but like if pulled off right it could be really really cool like almost like and it's being compared to like the american psycho for the digital age i think collider was the one that came out with that quote and in in a way i see that i get why they they said they say that personally for me i just feel like this movie didn't work it just something wasn't right with this movie mm what was this
0: movie dude i feel like like it i feel like it was trying so hard to be like new age cinema where they're kind of just like showcasing gen z to the fullest fullest extent possible to make them just seem like complete psychopaths to get views on like tiktok or instagram or whatever basically they use fake social media you know servers for this movie basically this guy's trying to be Really famous on Instagram live, that's kind of what he's going right. for,
1: yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a uh, a satire on that, and right. that is the key word when you watch this movie or like think about it and talk about it. this movie is a full on satire of like it's just the blackest of like comedy that you could go. It's deliberately done this way, and I think once you realize that and to me, it kind of took a little bit too long for me to realize that. I started to understand what they were going for and i was like okay i can kind of go along the ride with you but just it it's still just something wasn't right with the movie it just it was so mean spirited and like i yeah, hated yeah, yeah. everything to do with the stand-up comedian storyline it just didn't work for me i it just was like this was so tacked on and like it was and i know this is like the famous word that you hate but it was honestly just Cringe worthy at times it it's like, funny to, yeah no no, no. So hard it's to funny because
0: like after i or like probably about 30 minutes into this movie i'm like damn it's an ongoing theme with mainstream boy that cringe is just a thing and i think it just has I to do so. with these movies that are maybe direct to vod or i Starting don't know man Stranger
1: things cast i mean with natalia dyer and uh yes god yes i mean <laughs> that, that was, was cringe not really cringe. Co- no, no 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 it no. had some time oh, dude this, oh no is, no, no. Scenes, i'm sorry though.
0: you're right you're right there were scenes but i would say that was probably the best movie on mainstream boy so far you know, maybe there's a few close seconds there, but... Yeah, there were... I think for the vast majority of this movie, it was mad cringeworthy. You know, Steve from Stranger Things, his character is a complete sociopath. Uh, you don't really get any setup psychopath. for it. Okay, so I, I don't really know the difference, personally. I think psychopath is just... You More know,
1: of a spectrum. It's it's definitely a spec. I don't know, but like maybe a
0: socio- sociopath is less of a serial killer. He's just a psychopath, and he decides that he's just gonna go basically go crazy and turn his Uber into a death machine and film it on live stream and just trying to get b- a bunch of viewers. And that's kind of his whole appeal for the film is he just wants that to happen. Yeah, Ah, man. And I don't know, man. Just just the filmmaking style. It kind of goes for that uh, hidden camera type thing. And a lot of the film is shot, like, you see kind of, like, the vertical shot, like, as it's on Instagram Live. Um,
1: and that was actually kind of funny because there was – when that was happening and she was filming it sideways with the Instagram Live then sideways, I mean, like, mm. why is she filming it sideways? That makes no sense. And then he literally says, why does she film he her sideways? It. Yeah. yeah. You know. And I'm like, okay. But well, he's mad because be he's like,
0: okay, you got to be consistent if you want to get a following. And she sure. just, you know, she doesn't care. And it's just like – I don't know, there's so many things in this movie that I just didn't give a fuck about, dude. I did not like her well, character. That, I don't know. She
1: was very misogynistic. And it was just so weird. Like, the tone just was so... It was so mean-spirited, though. Like, it just, like... in. I know it was going for the satire, and just some people will think this is one of the funniest movies of the year just by, like, how far they go. And just, like, the fact that he was live-streaming him, like, murdering, like... 20 people and yet no one was on his case no one was like uh, no one was watching like yeah no one called the cops yeah. right anything. no one was watching blah 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 like people would easily find that shit that was real and just like it was so unrealistic i think is what i'm really trying to say here it just like it just didn't seem real it just seemed like it was a fictional movie for entertainment black comedy and if you look at it kind of like a as like a black mirror episode esque it's like okay yeah sure kind of but yeah. when it's a More movie it's cake. 90 minutes and they tried to go so B-movie in the uh, last act of the movie, where it was just so over-the-top and weird and, like, gory. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this just took a huge turn. And then the comedian was all involved. And I don't know. It just... It, it got to a point where it was just like, what the fuck is this movie? And I can't say that I liked it as much as I initially was hoping to like, just from hearing about it coming out of Sundance. Like, I, I watched the video back in January about this movie. And thinking, like, oh, that sounds like, that sounds like a cool movie. And then... Mm-hmm. Fortunately it just was like, alright, not not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm coming up with you. I genuinely really did not like this movie. I I hated sure. the performances. I hated the, I thought crin- Joe the Carey was fine. nature. It was
1: I it, it was fun watching him like do like do this because i mean, we've only seen him from Steve as stranger things yeah and it was kind of cool seeing him in the spotlight and just him having kind of i seemed like he was really just trying to have fun with this character and just like make it oh no he went
0: all out with it i just didn't like it i just i i'm not saying he did a bad job hard to watch i mean it was was just terrible performance no okay that's that's my mistake it wasn't a bad performance i just didn't like the performance i guess um i just i just didn't like the characters it's one of those movies where you hate everybody there's no one to latch on to Regardless of being a dark comedy, you kind of want somebody to give a shit about, but I didn't care about anybody in this movie. It was just like his dad was a pain in the ass, like the even the comedian, which is supposed to be kind of like the damsel, she was annoying. I didn't care about her. I hated the filmmaking style. It just all the jokes are like what you're supposed to laugh at in this film. I didn't laugh at it at all. I sat there pretty much straight-faced the whole the whole time like 10 beers deep and still didn't give a
1: fuck. Oh Jesus! So, dude. i feel like that says a <laughs> oh my lot God. about me personally uh, it's pretty deep it was just you know it wasn't great i wish it was a little bit better i think it could have been pulled off just i don't know i just i wish it had more of like something to say it just it just came across very mean-spirited and just wasn't my cup of tea like i said so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go one and a half out of five pretty low uh for me i don't go to i don't go this low but didn't like it that much
0: yeah I fully respect that grade. I think for me, it just really reminded me of people like Logan Paul, people that are not talented, but they go out of their way and, you know, still get people to give a shit about them and people give them money and they get really famous for not being talented and just basically to scream at a camera, being offensive and being annoying and doing stupid things. However, this movie, you know, he's not really famous at the time until he does these crazy things on camera. But it just reminded me of that and it kinda of put me in a place where I was like, Wow, I hate people like this. And then this movie didn't really have any redeeming qualities that made me feel any differently. I just did not like the filmmaking style. I didn't like what they were going for. It kind of just pissed me off, to be completely honest. <laughs> so this is my worst movie of the year. What? I did not like this movie. I it oh, just come on. it just hit me in the wrong place. It bothered me.
1: Well maybe being ninety percent years- it re- I really
0: I was maybe six, and that was over the course of like six hours. So I basically was sober. um, <laughs> okay. It it was just awkward, weird. I just wasn't feeling it. So I don't recommend this movie. Basically, because you have to pay to see it, unless you have a VPN. But yeah, I wouldn't recommend Spree with Steve from Stranger Things.
1: I, I wouldn't really recommend it. But if you are into dark comedy, psychopathic type stuff, I mean, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Why
0: not? It's a... Uh, in terms of those aspects, I'd say it's fairly mainstream. But that brings us to our second movie, which came out on Netflix with Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, a few other actors. Uh, basically, it's called Project Power. It follows an ex-soldier, a teen, and a cop that collide in New Orleans as they hunt for the source behind a dangerous new pill that grants users temporary superpowers.
1: Sounds pretty mainstream, Ooh. right, Spencer? It sounds very mainstream. And very I remember mainstream. hearing about this movie, seeing the poster, seeing like some clips in the trailer and being like this looks like the definition of the show that you're trying to launch mainstream boy straight up this and is probably so the most mainstream movie we've watched so far oh my uh, god yeah yeah dude the budget it's probably like the highest but the biggest budget i'm sure of any movie so far oh yeah no doubt mainstream yeah. you live
0: for this shit <laughs> i do i do this is like the movie that if if it was in theater i could see this in theaters you know i I could see this coming out in theaters why not i i, I could imagine going to the theater uh, for like three months, seeing this trailer play over and over and over again, I'm like, eh, I'll go see that. Basically, has a 61 percent critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes, a 58 really? audience rating. That, that's okay. as of last right. night, and it just came there out, so who knows? It could have changed. Uh,
1: 61. That's that's pretty high. I haven't looked at the the tomato meter on any of these movies. I actually didn't realize *Spree* was 58. Last I heard, it was 75. Wow, I would have expected that was it the to be rating like 15, coming out of Sundance. Personally, no. Come- Coming out of Sundance, it had some buzz. That's why I was like, "Damn, this this sounds really cool." But Clearly, like you surprised me when you said Sundance. I was like, "What?" Yeah, well, you know, you never know. They try to get distribution.
0: It happens. Uh, anyways, directed by Henry Yost and Ariel Schulman, uh, kind of a tag team director duo there who've done some other movies in the past. They did Paranormal. I can't say that word. How do you say Paranormal, Spencer? Did I just say it? You just said
1: it. You just said it. Paranormal.
0: Twice. Yeah. Paranorman. Paranormal. Anyways, they did Paranormal Activity 3 and 4. The third one, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Paranormal Activity movie.
1: That definitely is my favorite. Uh, Right behind the first one, actually. I, yep. I don't know. I, I like the first one a lot just because it was like so nostalgic of the time, even though you can watch it now and be like, this is really silly. The third one just had some fun stuff with the cameras and, uh, yeah, and the cinematography. Yeah. yeah. And the, the camera work was and, unnerving. Um, ooh, speaking nice of unnerving, they also did nerve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of my little subway uh, there. <laughs> and like that was another one where it's like it was just kind of like fluff, bland. Like it was fine, but they it's do mainstream. some. It, it's 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 fast paced. Like it, it's edited really fast. The camera work is really inventive and, and pretty insane. And it's it's got this like energy to it that is really like you only, you don't see from uh, filmmakers. Uh, I don't know. It, it's you can tell there's something with their style, and even with this one too.
0: Yeah, it, it was just fast-paced entertaining. Good. I like the color tones in it. You know, you have some pretty fun actors and actresses in the film. I'll watch anything with Emma Roberts. I don't care if it's good or bad. Palo Alto, not a great movie. Still watched it. This movie, we got Jamie Foxx from movies like Ray, Unchained, D- Django Unchained, Collateral, one of my favorite movies of all time, Spencer. We also have Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> in the movie, who was in Looper, Dodg-John, Robert Zemeckis, The Walk, right? Little Joe's Gordon Levitt, The Dark Knight well, so Rises. he hasn't
1: he hasn't been in a movie since 2012 or 2013. Snowden was the last movie that he was in. Actually, maybe are you that serious? was like 2016. He it's, must it's have been in like a smaller or five role years. or something, dude. Okay, no, no, no. he was. Uh, night Before 2016 and Snowden. Those are his last movies that he was in. And he randomly has three movies coming up this year. He had like that 7,500 movie where he like a there's someone hijacks a plane that's on Amazon Prime. I haven't seen it, but hmm. came out this year. Uh, and then he has Project Power, and then he has another one that Aaron Sorkin uh, wrote and directed, coming out big Oscar movie in October on Netflix. So he randomly just has three movies coming out all back to back to back uh, in one year after taking five years off. And here is the thing: he's posting on social media about like uh, each one of them. He's like, okay, so one out of three, blah blah blah. This is the plain one, and then now he's like, two out of three. This one's the eye candy. He literally said that in his post. He's like, so he's I'm talking much about saying, this movie yeah and so to me that was like okay so like he didn't love this movie he just but it understands looks cool that it's it just is. a fun movie the fun action movie it's nothing intense or like in- intuitive i should say <laughs> it's just a Thank brain you, candy Limburger. eye candy type shit uh and so he literally said that in his post i'm like okay all right <laughs> he's coming out to say that in his own movie I think that's kind of yeah, funny.
0: Yeah, at least he's upfront about it. I mean, this movie is popcorn fluff. That's kind of what it is. It's not taking itself too seriously. It goes along with those uh, those basic character tropes, kind of, where just Gordon-Levitt's character is the cop kind of trying to save his city. Basically, the government is trying to traffic this pill in terms of like a science experiment to see how it does and see how people react to it. And then uh, Jamie Fox is just trying to save his daughter throughout the movie. So how many times have you seen those character tropes a million times over?
1: And that is the biggest <laughs> issue with this movie is the script is just so mainstream, very boy. basic, very basic mainstream <laughs> boy. Yes, God, beat for beat, you could tell what was going to happen. And when they said that, like, oh, they took someone or something from you or someone, I'm like, oh God, something, like his daughter, I bet. And then yep, even, yeah, even flashback. <laughs> the the uh, like the stuff that they would a say themselves. Mission. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: and then of course yeah. it's like this other girl is trying to convince Joseph gordon levitt that this is a good guy he's not actually the villain but then of course he's like no way of course he is you know he's been made out to be this horrible guy blah 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 yeah but dude. the thing
1: with this movie and uh it's something that i do like about it, it was the premise the premise was pretty interest in it because I mean you read the description it's like okay they take a pill they become they have all these powers that like you don't know what power you're going to get until you take the pill mm-hmm. and then that's the power you always are going to have uh, if you take it and I liked how they kind of had like Joseph Gordon-Levitt like he was bulletproof so he would take the pills on the job like he was like a drug addict almost so he yeah. would take the pills on the job because he was a cop so he could go in and be bulletproof for five minutes located. if he needs, if he needed uh, yeah to like I don't know get out of a situation really quick and that was kind of cool and the lead up to what Jamie Fox was, the pistol shrimp. <laughs> I was like, What the flying fuck? And when he gets to unleash it, dude, it's it was actually like it was just a lot of fun. And they do some cool stuff with the cameras. They like go into like ultra like slow motion, they got the visual effects shots and mm-hmm. then like I don't know, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh especially when he they definitely the powers like- are all like unleashed.
0: They build up the tension. They lead up to that scene, and I think I'd say that scene does pay off. Like it was, it was pretty badass, you know, when Jamie Fox finally but then unleashes again, himself.
1: There's so many silly scenes. Like the exposition is just like just endless, on and on. So many scenes with ex- uh, exposition. Uh, the scene with the guy just like turns into this like eight foot like troll.
0: Uh yeah, yeah,
1: dude, what the <laughs> fuck. I was like, "What it is it's this like, movie?" No, dude,
0: it's like we jumped into, um, oh my god, what was that movie? R.I.P.D. All of a sudden, where yes, like, yes, that's a yes. 100%. Where all of a sudden the <laughs> effects were like just shit, and then it just looks so like PlayStation Two video game like or uh, Halo Three, freaking like zombie people. It was it, weird. it was just it yeah, was very man. weird. It seemed very out of place because uh-huh. most of the movie, you know, you don't see that. There was the one guy that kind of bursts into flames like Johnny Storm, or uh, yeah, Johnny Storm. That uh, was. Yeah, I Machine thought that Gun scene Kelly. was kind of cool. Oh yeah, was Machine Gun Kelly just randomly in this film,
1: and also Casey Neistat has a cameo. He's a he YouTuber. Does. I don't know if you know who he is. I know but, who Casey uh, Neistat is. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess he's also a this. Nerve. So he, uh, I guess he must be friends with the directors. And same with Machine Gun Kelly. I guess he's also friends with the directors because he's in all of their other movies as well. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of, you know, that's nice. They support their friends. <laughs> they put him yeah, in the movies. Yeah. And that's it's not like cool. they
0: did. It's not like Casey did bad. He played kind of this just like he doesn't have somewhat any of a villain. He just
1: shows a gun and then just like baines on a glass door. <laughs> like that's he has a few lines. lines he, he was he was basically Does just he? like uh, an
0: investor in I Don't the, know if in you remember. Pill. Or something he had, he had a few lines, he was fine. But I think it was shot it well. Just, there were so it, you're right, it was shot generically. Uh, there were some like Mm-mm. you know, really it colorful, it wasn't shot
1: generically, just the story was just so generic. It's just something you've seen so many times before,
0: but it was also shot generically because it had those shots like those, those uh, Michael Bay shots of like the cityscapes with like all the cool colors and. Stuff like I that. I liked
1: how they shot it. I actually do admire the cinematography of this movie. That's actually one of the things that saved me from almost turning it off at one point. And that was when the goblin troll just grew into this person just grew like 10 yeah. feet tall. And I was like, "What? what is this movie? Like, I, I don't care. <laughs> like, this is horrendous. I, I think they did uh, a
0: good job of explaining the pill, though. Because uh, yes, I, yeah. I, I like the concept of like testing it out on like the public, like you, you pick the city, which in this case it's New Orleans, which the fact, <laughs> the fact that they have Joseph Gordon-Levitt wearing a Saints jersey the entire movie. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, <laughs> like, we get it. We're in New cop. Orleans. He cares about his city. He's an undercover cop wearing a badge over his neck. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. need to wear a Saints jersey the whole movie. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I thought that was funny though. Cause I, in the trailers and like the photos, he's in the Jersey. I'm like. I didn't expect him to wear it the entire film, and he doesn't get a scratch on it.
1: (laughs) That's his favorite jersey, you know. Yeah, let him do his thing. I thought that was funny. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. And it was interesting because this uh, screenwriter—this is, I guess, one of his first big movies to uh, come out of his career—and he's also supposed to be writing the Batman the robert pattinson is that ever going to come out that reeves I mean, movie. Honest, dude yeah yeah they've filmed right. um, they shot half of the movie and then i think they're going to start production back up in september october in the uk so uh, right. they're going well, back to well. work uh so they're going to try to get the movie i think released at the end of 2021 i so, think by the time it comes yeah.
0: out i'll actually care about another batman movie you know
1: yeah i mean we haven't been able to go to movie theaters for eight months so i think any movie at this point would just be exciting to go and see. i mean it, new so.
0: mutants is supposed to come out in theaters Right, I don't know. I don't know. Like we'll in see. like a week, so something fuck, like dude. That.
1: They refuse to put it on Disney Plus. So yeah, well, yeah, Mulan September fourth. That's coming to Disney Plus. So it's like I don't know. We'll 30, see. Thirty bucks or something. They're taking the gamble with New Mutants, I guess. Yeah, well, you
0: know, I aside from you know the typical character tropes and the mainstream kind of plot devices in this movie, I think it's fun. It's one of those movies that you can watch late at night. Or just, like, it's one of those popcorn movies you watch with your family at home. It's not great, but it certainly keeps you entertained for throughout the runtime. If you're into, like, superhero concepts and stuff like that, it's an interesting one. It's a it's a take that I haven't seen in a while, other than, like, the Bradley Cooper film Limitless. This is a different take on that, but it's similar. You kind of take a pill, you get a power, you're invincible for a certain amount of time. It, it, it went some places I didn't expect. It had some um, distinct differences and you know, how the, how the pill works and stuff. And you know you you do get your mainstream actors in there. You got Jamie Fox. You got Joe Scott and Levitt. So you have some faces you recognize. Didn't hate the movie. I was definitely entertained. I watched it at like twelve p.m. to like two in the morning. So and I wasn't tired watching it. So
1: twelve p.m. twelve a.m. Oh, okay, gotcha. Copy that, that. Ne-
0: that always confuses me. Uh, but yeah, I watched so, it like it's pretty really simple. late at night and I had a good time with it. I give this right, three well, out of five. Dude.
1: It. Three out of five. You go fresh. Yeah, I think it, I think it, it's on fresh.
0: Entertainment factor, man. I always bring that above everything else. It's like if it's okay. entertaining, I enjoy myself. It doesn't have to be the best movie in the world.
1: I didn't love this movie, uh, by any means. I it was honestly kind of a struggle to get through. Uh, personally, it just some of the th- really the stuff more than that was kind of fun. more than spree. I'll get there. Okay. You'll see by my grade, but it was just, it didn't do anything to just, wow me. These are types of the movies that I just don't always love to see. And when they, especially when they come to theaters and you go and see them and you pay the money and you sit down and you watch this whole movie and then you leave and then you forget it the next day. And this is, this is why it's perfect for Netflix because you can just watch it. It's, it doesn't really like, it doesn't harm you too much. You can move on with your life. It's nothing like no harm done basically. And that's, what this movie is just meant for, uh, and that's I don't love them. So you know I yeah. go I go two out of five. Uh, okay. This one just that's a fair rating. Just wasn't I, for I me. I, didn't, I want some good stories. <laughs> I want some yeah, good characters. Yeah. The story is not and great. I just, I haven't, I, in terms I haven't of gotten that you can't with, say uh, you were not entertained with movies. this movie.
0: though. I mean, come on, dude. You're There's definitely some insane. scenes
1: like some of the action scenes were fun. I like I said like I the camera work the cinematography it was fun. Like it made the action scenes a lot of uh, like it was very entertaining, especially the whole pistol uh, pistol shrimp scene with jamie fox at the end of the, the yeah. uh cargo ship it was so over the top and like you could see it coming from a mile away but it was so like okay let's see what he can do <laughs>
0: the villains yeah. reminded me of uh you know like x-men the last stand a little bit where there's like this this big burly dude it's and generic. he's just a total idiot and he's just like running through walls and he's super strong and stuff and then he's really easy yeah. to take out in the end and then there was that woman that was just pissed off about everything she has all the goons and shit yeah, that, that's going to be it for uh, the movies that we watched this week. Yeah, so next week we have uh, a few movies coming out. Nothing nothing too crazy, uh, all of which are on VOD for the most part. We have a movie called Tesla with Ethan Hawke. Nikola Tesla, who has something to do with creating a, some sort of motor thing. And I know it was the inspiration for, uh, you know, why Elon Musk came up and, and named his company Tesla. It's something to do with Ethan Hawke. Or not Ethan Hawke, but Nikola Tesla.
1: So that's one of the movies we're checking out. Also, we have the one and only Ivan with Brian Cranston and Angelina Jolie and Sam Rockwell it's a Disney Plus original movie i haven't seen the trailer but i heard that the trailer uh, has you know could make you cry so we'll see what happens with this one maybe it's emotional maybe it's cheesy maybe it's awful we'll find out mainstream boy you know you never know with disney because
0: i've had some movies where i'm like that's going to be good and then i went
1: and, and saw and they have Artemis Fowl and then it's like okay I haven't even seen it, but I heard it was awful. Chemical Hearts. Chemical Hearts. Amazon Prime. Yeah. What well, might that little I have an early screening that? for it. Uh so I might be able to watch it early on Wednesday. We'll see. Maybe if I can get around to it. Um I'd like to but watch yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know I don't, I don't know anything it. about it. I think it comes to Amazon Prime on the twenty first, which is Friday. So I've seen it advertised
0: in a few different places, like I've seen some YouTube ads or whatever, but
1: yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. Hopefully it's mainstream.
0: But yeah, you know that's kind of what we're looking at. You know, we'll see. Can't really be sure with uh, the times that we're in, where it's just kind of a lot of uncertainty right now, guys. But uh, thanks again for watching, Mainstream Boy. We really appreciate the support. Uh, head over to our Instagram at those movie dudes, where you can check out all the information on our main podcast, which comes out on Fridays. Mainstream Boy obviously comes out on Mondays, except this week because our audio was all fucked up, so it'll be out tonight, which is still Monday. Wait. <laughs> (laughs) so yeah anyways uh yeah and also spencer there's another podcast that we're working on currently right what's that one
1: it's a podcast that's going to be releasing in the near future we're just kind of gearing up some episodes getting them in the can um because it's a lot of uh research it's a lot of uh watching it's a lot of uh preparation but it's the criterion criteria uh we do uh little criterion reviews little, little deep dives on the criterion physical media collection that we both have between uh Two of us and uh we did Rosemary's Baby. That episode will be coming up first. Uh that's in the books. And then we have uh The Killing, Stanley Kubrick. Uh, we're gonna be diving into that one pretty soon as well. Um but the show will come out in the near future. We will announce the date down the line. It's gonna be a cool show. It's it's coming out really good so far. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking
0: I'm looking forward to it. I actually uh you know, guest hosted. I mean not guest hosted, but I guest starred. In the first episode of *A Rosemary's Baby*, so if you're into something that is basically the opposite of mainstream boy, if you you know have a very large variety of filmography, gotta appeal to all audiences. Absolutely, I'd highly recommend checking out Criterion, Criteria, on those movie dudes. Well, it's so
1: funny because you're so it's it's like politics, like you're so far like left with like the uh, <laughs> just you're so far mainstream boy, and yeah. then Nate's so far like indie Criterion, and then I'm just so split in the middle. It's like I love both. <laughs>
0: I'm but willing like, to I watch anything. Like for, for it's...
1: Certain, I'm very particular between the two. I like, I, I like certain things about mainstream stuff. I like certain things about the artful stuff. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fun. that's why we're it's, those it's, movie it's... dudes and we, we cover exactly. everything.
0: So make sure to follow us. Please, for the love of God, go on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Leave a review if it's scathing. I don't care. I just want to hear something about us. That's a review. So please leave a review and uh yeah thanks again for watching i am mainstream boy and that is gonna do it for me wear a mask stay the fuck inside unless you have a reason to go out unless you're an essential service we really appreciate what you guys have done especially those walmart people who stock the shelves of toilet paper thank you and uh take it easy guys
1: you're looking at me like you want me to say something and like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna respond i'm just gonna say doodles
0: Thanks for listening to Mainstream Boy. Make sure to go over to our Instagram at Those Movie Dudes and follow us if you haven't already to stay up to date with all things Those Movie Dudes. Next week's episode will be available on Monday, August 24th. Stay safe and wash your fucking hands!